yo, what is up? I'm Shika. I'm Yam. And I'm Gadani. And this is Oh Oh Okay. You are like we can't let it slide. It's the remix. Never, never. You gotta add a run. If it's not a run, it's not a intro. That one was a joke. But let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, how have you guys been? Actually, let me tell you how my week has been because I feel like I need to just go off for a second. Go off, sis. Do it. The clouds have been heavy. And it's been raining and pouring in this side of my life. I thought you were starting a One poem. One thing <laughs> after the other. Kazani, <laughs> can you like, just be serious? It was like, wow, what imagery? <laughs> then I was like, oh, like it's actually raining. Never mind. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh, sorry, I'm done. First things first. Similarly. Last week, I went, not last week, the week before, we went to the gym. It co- we come back home, it's been raining, our garage is leaking. Now, last year, I don't know if I had talked about this on the podcast, but like last year when um we had come back from LA, you remember guys when we had found that thing on my ceiling and then we had to have um my whole bathroom, essentially my whole bathroom got gutted and we had to redo it. And by the time the insurance came through, by the time the tile was found, because obviously it was during COVID times, by the time we were able to get stock, it was almost a year that I didn't have a bathroom. Mm-hmm. We were all sharing one. Now, our garage was leaking, coming through the wall, coming out of the ceiling. And we couldn't find the source, like where the water was coming from. So... Um, it stopped raining. It just so happened, like we got we the next day we got the roofer to come and see like what the issue is, blah blah blah, to assess the situation. He goes up there and he's like, "Wow, they did a really good job with your roof. I actually can't tell what the issue is." I'm like, "Uh huh." So, <laughs> wow. Like, what's your point? What an opposite problem to have. <laughs> Quite honestly, <laughs> he said, "Congratulations, like, your roof is great." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You have a problem that I you can't like, find. Okay. We can't find where the water is. So my thought is that the way the breeze and the wind just so happened, it got a hole and went through the gutter and is coming out of your garage. You can't make this shit up. Like <laughs> literally through the wall. Now all our drywall and everything has rotted and it's now um coming through the ceiling of the garage. He's saying that angle has probably been happening for so long and um, now is when it's rotted enough to where now the wall is nini. Wow. Hey, moral of the story is he told us there's no point of going to insurance because there's nothing we can do and all that will happen is that your rates will go up. So I would just find a fundi and fix it. Wow. Um, Actually, yeah. So, the grey clouds could yeah. have been a symbol also. Because, wow. <laughs> hey, what a story. Yes. Damn. What a story. Yeah. And then, Not two days ago, okay. my daughter, Dora. my lovely Corona, Marish. Corona Maria, she... um has this issue with her butt. She's always had anal gland issues. Um, 
she's one of those dogs that need to need her need need her glands expressed if you're not familiar with dogs there's two glands in their butthole that sometimes need to be squeezed because they feel with shit okay and <laughs> it doesn't come out naturally even if you're familiar with dogs you might never have heard about this occurrence but congratulations <laughs> on your exactly. lesson exactly it happens it happens with some breeds if you want to go into a whole different level of tiktok just google expressing dogs glands yeah let me tell you i've learned i've learned <laughs> some things i've tapped into another side of the internet that i should have never been on yeah, I'm anyway. like, i still don't watch pimples being squished um, i can't go into that space wow <laughs> oh my gosh so um she hadn't been sleeping this one night and um just she seemed very uncomfortable walking around going to the bathroom and everything and then she starts throwing up and having diarrhea and we're like oh my gosh what's going on so we take her to the vet christian takes her to the vet in the morning um this is saturday morning and the vet is like um there's definitely something in there we took x-rays and we're seeing like a mass inside of her body um and it needs we're, we're not sure what it is but she definitely ate something um and it needs to be passed so we close early today and we can't sort you out here so you need to go to the animal hospital for them to sort you out so oh. us guys are freaking and panicking because we're like what's going to happen it's like taking yourself to the er versus the urgent care or like the clinic mm. you know what i mean yeah. everything mm. they do there is already going to be so much more expensive by the time you walk into the door they're already charging you extra money you know what i mean True. so we walk we go in there and everything and um they take scans and everything and yes she does have um something in her body and she's refusing to pass it like she's trying to poop and you can tell she's trying to poop but it's refusing to come out so she had to stay at the animal hospital last night um it refused to pass this morning we went in there and they were like okay it looks like it's come closer to the butthole and is on its way out so we don't want to surgically open her up yet so we have her for 24 hours so fingers crossed that in the next 24 hours yeah um corona passes whatever it is that she ate okay but we need to figure out the biggest mystery even the animal hospital said we just want to find out what this thing is like that's the biggest mystery because it's not being able to be seen on a scan and typically when dogs eat stuff they're able to see it they're like ah that's that's a piece of their toy or like ah that was a sock or something but yeah. our doctors are like, well, this one, we don't know. Wow. So, so tune in <laughs> to <laughs> the Corona saga. Let's tune <laughs> in. <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah, what's that's been a, going on in my that's life. A hectic week, it's so man. much. It's too much. It's too much. But hectic and expensive. God is faithful and good. Hectic and expensive. Don't even ask what. Hey. But the good thing is, my dogs are insured. Praise as much Lord. as it's still expensive, mm. um, we'll get our money back. At least they're ninety percent, so that's good. Mm. They're ninety percent. Get insurance for your dogs. Amen. Yeah. Is there an insurance Amen. product in Kenya for dogs? Yeah, there are like three of them. The problem with the one here is which hospitals will accept it. 
so you can mm. pay and then you go to a hospital oh. and they're like <laughs> we only take cash so <laughs> yeah it becomes um okay. but then i also feel like um vet care in kenya is so much more affordable than in america yeah. anything so is much more affordable more. i feel like america even with insurance because of copay and i mean like girl i don't know how you people do it god bless you really mm-hmm. when they say it's land home of the brave hey it really is <laughs> it really don't is know how you guys do it man it really is yeah it's way 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 home of the brave you gotta be brave to survive i see why people do crack this week (laughs) (laughs) is that where you went instead of going into a strip you didn't want to become a stripper you went straight to crack anyway it's so funny because i I looked at christian this week and i was like you know what it's just like i just know like god is good because there's never been a day that I've been like, wow, things are so thick. Let me p- pick up a crack pipe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, that statement in itself <laughs> is, I'm quite baffled. Um, I'm like, I'm sure even Jesus is like, um, thanks, I think. Because, wow. What? <laughs> he said, that's like, my testimony. <laughs> he said, it's not just crack, it's the pipe. <laughs> Regardless of how hard life has gotten, I have never picked up a crack pipe. Thank you, God. Oh, cue the organ. Won't you do it? Thank you. Nyam, what's been going on? Um, Well, nothing actually in comparison to your week. I'm just like, no clouds. God be praised in my life. <laughs> uh, no clouds, only sunny blue skies here. <laughs> we love it. Um, yeah. Um. I I had a good weekend. Yesterday I was supposed to be hosting book club, but then something came up and um we couldn't end up having book club. So out of the blue, I ended up saying yes to a hangout with some friends who are in Nairobi from Kampala. Yesterday there was rugby. Um, Kenya was playing Seven. Uganda. No. Oh. Uh. Regular fifteens, <laughs> regular game. Yeah, regular. How does rugby work, Nyam? Um, they take the oval-shaped ball, ball. They, <laughs> and then they fight, and they run, they scrum, and they nini, and they try. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've finished all the lingo I know. Let me tell you, I was saying people yesterday. Like I haven't been to a rugby. Oh yeah, they they con- yeah. I don't if say they, they convert. Do please, try, Jesus. <laughs> Do I couldn't <laughs> I saw I saw a brain saying <laughs> in my eyes. Hey, you said they convert. I'm like, please no, don't say it publicly. <laughs> don't say it. Oh my god. <laughs> I was saying to someone yesterday, um, I haven't been to a rugby game in so many years. I was character developed by a rugby person, so it's just like one of those oh. things my brain shut off. Really? Wow. Anyway. Um, I want his so name. I put it was the first in the time. Chat. Um, so anyway, um, it was the first time in a long time that I was there. So first, the people that I was going to meet in the end started, they, they ended up not being able to make it on time while I was already on the way there. I was breaking out in hives, just being like, oh, what does this mean? But I ended up finding the whole gym squad was there. So one of the guys, uh, 
one of the guys who works out in the squad in the morning usually, but he was also playing. And then I also met some other friends whose brother was playing. So it was, it ended up being such a like really nice afternoon. Um, so in fact, I was just reflecting and being like, this breaking out of my comfort zone is really working for me. Like I ended up hanging out with the gym squad, um, some other friends, uh, their baby was there. And then now my squad from UG also. So, and I managed to do all that and be home by midnight, you know, just like, Whoa, that's the best part. Sweet. Yeah. Congratulations to you. What a a day. Um, Yeah. So, but other than that, my life is good. My life is good. We love it. Mm. Kadosh? Um, what week is this? Oh, my week has been good, <laughs> guys. The week of the Lord, September. The awards were yesterday. Okay, so the awards were yesterday. The awards were yesterday. They went well. I was on a panel, which was a lot of fun. Um, I've recorded. It's because I've done on Wednesday. I had a, a live, an Instagram live. On Thursday, I had a panel. On Friday, I recorded another panel. On Saturday, I was a guest on a panel. That's how my week has been. I'm real a panelista. Mm. Um, Influenza. Really, what I'm about to become, uh, what I am growing into, is the voice of African podcasting. Thank you. Um, Thank mm, you. It's really, it was a really good week. Um, Then, yeah, so I've just been, (laughs) I've really talked is what I've done this week. I've real had a conversations. I've real said words. Um, I think I need to drink more water because I'm running out of spiral. Spiral? Spiral. The yes. spirit. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Guys, oh. so wild. Just respect me. saying never to be invited to another panel. They can't. With my knowledge. With my wealth of knowledge. Okay? I'm a wealth. Okay? <laughs> I am a well of wealth you. of knowledge. Also today... Okay, can you pour into your daughter's fund then? Um, <laughs> so she has a wealth of bills. Oh, I'm not a wealth of money yet, but the knowledge is taking me there. Don't worry. As soon <laughs> okay, as okay. this... Uh, just give me three more panels, okay? Then I will be a wealth <laughs> of just wealth. <laughs> You know what I'm like, every time her, every time her booty is like about to about to explode, I'll be like, you have to go to Tata's house. Oh. And then you'll be like, actually, I had to take her to don't the worry. hospital. And I'm like, you don't yeah. say. Oh. I have so many doctors. Don't worry. Okay. In Kenya, I can take her even for three references and take cash. In America, I don't know about that. That business is too expensive. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. Even parking at that parking lot for the animal hospital, I fear. Anyway, today then <laughs> I had <laughs> today I went for a live recording <laughs> for um a really dope babe. She's called Lily Bekele Piper. She has a podcast Salam and Hello. And she was interviewing Dr. H. Warmer. Let me tell you, have you ever been at a live recording and you want to take notes? Because wow. She did it. Oh, let me tell you, they dropped bomb upon bomb bomb upon bomb of just, oh, wow. Oh, let me tell you also, boss babes give me just, is anything better than boss babes? Black boss babes are just like a vibe. Truly. Like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. if you don't know a black boss babe, your life is empty. Thank you. Anyway, you can come and come into my wealth of knowledge. I can be your boss babe friend. You're welcome. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A wife. You're welcome. uh, 
Uh, I don't know if I want to be a wife yet, please. You're limiting my stritations. I don't know why you're trying to <laughs> limit me. Kevin is terms are too many. <laughs> Not stritations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I anyway, it's time for me to spin the wheel, please. Okay. Like a record spin, 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 spin. Yeah. Like a DJ spin, 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 spin. I don't need a DJ. You're my record spin, 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 spin. Yeah. 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 Oh. Whoa. Our song is back. Oh, it said, Tururu, Tururu. We're on Yakenyam. Yakenyam, it is. Shiko. I feel like you have a yak. My yak is Corona's booty hole. Oh, because it got the poop. It's been stressing me out. It doesn't. That's the problem. I just need it to come out. Well, yeah, you're right. That is a yak. Constipation. That is my yak. yak. Wow. My yum this week. Did I have anything good? You must. I'm struggling to find the good. You didn't do something at the gym that was exciting? No, I didn't. You didn't create new content. I even went to the gym on Monday and Tuesday, and then I was like, "This life is not for me anymore." New content creation, the way you're killing it. My about killing. I feel like okay, 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 okay. I don't know. I haven't. I've been feeling very overwhelmed with all that stuff. I don't have a yam this week, but it's okay. Your content creation is a yam. For us, your audience. Okay, for you, thanks. For, yeah, I said for us, your audience. My yam is I didn't do crack. Amen. <laughs> That's my yam. Glory to God. Broly. Hallelujah. Won't yeah. you do it? Hiya. Jehovah. Gadani? Um, my yak. <laughs> I'm so busy, guys. That's my yak. But my yam is I'm so busy, guys. I mean, like... <laughs> I sit down and I'm just like, I can't, my brain can't do another thing. I can't. I'm tired. And then I do another thing. And then you go into spaces where people are like, thank you so much for like the work you're doing. You know, thank you for seeing us. Someone told me they feel like I'm the glue that's holding like a couple of things together. And I'm just like, thank you. Aww. Because I really right now feel like I just want to sleep. But as glue, I can't take it, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. It's my yak and it's my arm. I'm just like, I want to sleep for three days. But I'm so happy in the space I'm in. I'm so happy doing the stuff I'm doing. I'm so happy being in the spaces I'm in, the new connections, you know. Like I was in a, I was on a panel with like Ben Psycho, you know, like where it's just like, what? I mean, like, how am I with such a podcaster on a panel? I know you're going to say, yeah, it makes sense. You have done how many years? I get it of the experience. Yeah, I'm shut up with your face. But... What I'm saying is, <laughs> they can't see face me, can. But what I'm saying is, like, sometimes, sometimes in the, yeah, sometimes in the knowledge of yourself, sometimes you need extra external validation. And in as much as you people validate me all the time, bless your hearts, I'm like, but you're my sisters. You're meant to. If you don't, the fuck. But, like, when it comes from other people who it's not, like, we are BFF, so you know it means so much more. So, my yak and yam are the same thing. I'm so tired. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, if you ain't shit, we would tell you to. But you're a boss. 
Yeah, you're true, right. but in this space, Actually, you can't like, tell me I ain't um, the shit to be. You are. Ben Seiko is lucky to be on a panel with you. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to finish. Oh, oh, my, my dress. Thank you. You thank you so much <laughs> that's a him him knows um nice. anyway let me nice. tell you about my yak and yam uh-huh. tell us my yak and your yam. Yes, my yam is that yam is killing the game. Uh, she I, I'm, really, I, I'm really just so proud of myself for doing non introverted things and feeling great about them. So, I mean, I still feel like after this weekend, I need like re rebooting. Um, but uh i'm yeah yam is yamming i mean i'm in a season it's a vibe uh that's my yam my yak is that yes my yak is that my (laughs) okay my leg is taking so long to heal it's so boring from watching hot water bottle yeah did it pop so boring yeah it popped um for those who are new to the the this injury I burnt myself with a hot water bottle. Uh, <laughs> and it, I didn't even feel myself. You found yourself a man? This is like in the meantime? Anyway, whatever. Whatever. Maybe it's even the one if... who keeps telling her about rugby. <laughs> I hope so. Because actually, did yeah. you do anything at this rugby match? I'm sure they were men. Any, any, any? None. And hot you know they have bottles. such good butts. The best, yeah. Oh my god, the one rugby thing about have such great bars. It's not only the match, yeah, even their guys. legs. Oh, let me tell you, such yeah. good legs. Anyway, they really do. They yeah, really I met do. a few people. I exchanged some numbers, but I don't see any future. Say again, honestly. You sorry, slowly for the people at the back. You did well. <laughs> That's progress. That's progress, guys. Yeah, the hot I'm water bottle is leaving. Count down to hot water bottle <laughs> exit. Let's go. Mark your calendars. I don't think I can ever let go. That's my one true love, uh, other than one. (laughs) I have a song for you and your hot water bottle. Larry (laughs) Bird. Larry Bird. Larry (laughs) Bird. Yeah. So I'm hoping, like, the healing is taking a while, but at least it's healing also. Nice. So good. Hiya, guys. Shall we get into it Let's on the topic of boss Let's babes? Go. Let's get into bossing, it. Bossing, 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 bossing. Mm-hmm. All my ladies, independent, throw your hands up. Thank you. In this episode, <laughs> we're going to be talking about um, independence, especially when it comes to women, how we view it. Um, there's this stigma going around that 
um, of toxic masculine or toxic femininity rather or toxic independence where women are finally getting their their mojo on if you will in a non-sexual way and men are intimidated <laughs> so we gotta label it um is there truth to it let's find that out on today's episode so where wow. i want to start is <laughs> at the like very that beginning Thank you. Um, Do you guys think that how you are raised determines the level of independence you grow up having? So is it like a personality trait? Is it something that your parents instill in you based on how they raise you? What do you think? Kevani, I saw that head nod. So you seemed very eager. We'll start with you. Um... Myself, I can't speak for everyone else, but I feel like for me it does only because I was raised in a single male parent household. So how he raised us, a lot of people feels like independence, but for me it was normal. You know, like things like I had the house key when I was 11 years old. I could do like this, just a freedom I had um, from how I was raised that I realize the older I get and the more I interact with other women now that it is seen as independence. And for me, it's just normal. It's just, okay, why should I have to? I remember there's a time I was dating someone and he fought with me because he's like, why would you refuse to go? Like, we, like I'm waiting for you. And I'm like, why would you wait for me? My friend is going the same direction. Like, it doesn't make sense for me logically that you would wait and he's just like no you should i'm your boyfriend and i'm just like sir but it doesn't make sense you know what i mean and that we meet there because of yeah i'm like because of my thought process that in itself seems like independence and i'm like no i'm just being logical because what you're saying doesn't make sense and i lead i lead with logic a lot of times than emotion so i feel like sometimes it ends up looking like independence when it's just my norm so i think in my case, I can't speak for other people. I think how I was brought up has affected or affected mm. um, how independent I am, for sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah? Yeah, I think it definitely has an impact on my level of independence. But what's so interesting is I think mine also has the added dynamic of firstbornhood. Um, so I think very early on i mean even before the folks separated um there was like a heavy emphasis on getting things done for yourself so we would have house helps but i i mean we were still supposed to wash our uniform you know um yeah. or uh, we had a uniform. day it yes with girl. Socks. it started Why? with socks no it started with underwear yeah. then socks then socks and your shirt and then socks, your yeah. shirt, and your skirt. But it was like, as you got older, you got more responsibility. Yeah, and it it wasn't all like it wasn't all your uniforms for the week, but it was part of our routine. To and I think honestly, it made me play differently. Let me tell you, when you have to wash white socks after you've been running in red soil, you think twice. <laughs> First of all, whoever um, why did they make will. our school one, uniform one white? One of us would not think about it. Me, I'd just be like, Jesus, I'm sorry. I have brown socks. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but for me, like, because having my socks white again was a thing, it it stressed me. And yeah, you're right. I don't know why we used to wear white socks. 
Okay, I feel like uniforms play. have changed a lot. Have they? Uniforms have changed a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, the other day I visited my friend and her daughter was wearing pants. And I was just like, oh, thank God. You know, <laughs> yeah. in primary Wow. School. What freedom. I know. Yeah. Um, so, on the one hand, that upbringing of not everything is auntie's work. You have to do your own work as well. You have to wash your own clothes. Um, we had days where we were responsible for cooking. I remember like learning how to cook chapos like at the age of eight, nine. Yeah. So for me, that kind of responsibility, I think, set me up very early on to be independent, like not to have to wait for the house help or someone like if if I was left alone, even though it didn't happen, I could have found a way to feed myself even by the age of like 12. And then I think sometimes younger. Like also, yeah, maybe even younger, yeah. For sure. Way younger. Because um, I'm like, I remember you cooking chapos for me when we lived in Parklands. I don't know what exactly. you were doing and being in the Parklands. <laughs> Before <laughs> she was when I was one. Yeah. Yeah, we, we moved when I turned, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. just after I turned 10, just after Shiko was born, you're right. So, and then I think another thing is also the age gap between me and Shiko. So I feel like in those early years, there was a heavier reliance on, you know, whether quieting you down or, you know, changing nappies. And I think the same for Gadoni. I think those kind of, like, uh, engagements into the day-to-day life of, upbringing or taking Not care of engagements. your engagements. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate talk. <laughs> you can't For just real, let me Please see the attached. Nyam is our resident Power. corporate buddy. Bruh, and for real, she a bus, she knows she may. Exactly. Um, no, but it's interesting that she brought that up because Gadani, when you were talking about the house key thing, um, I remember that too from a very young age. I wanted to say around even like seven. Um, sometimes like, hey, because this was just me and mom, like we had a house help, yeah. But if that house help was not there, you're taking care for taking care of yourself and everything. Mom is like, hey, by the way, like um going to be out of work um at five, obviously. Um she used to come home around five thirty every day. Um and if I came home like at three thirty, between those hours, those were my times to fend for myself. My, like I said, majority of the time there was a house help to like help me out or whatever it is. But there was a lot of times where I was coming, I was removing food from, from the freezer, I was starting mm-hmm. to cook something and all that yeah. stuff, you know? Even yeah. gate keys. Even gate keys I had then. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know? For sure. So um I feel yeah. like that puts a certain kind of responsibility in you from a really young age. I don't know if it's that like responsibility trial through fire almost (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) but you're aware of it because like if you're a seven year old being given house keys the whole day you have that thing about you where you're just kind of like i need to be responsible for these house keys Mm -hmm. i need to make sure i have these keys on me at all times because if i don't have these keys i'm not going to be able to enter the house and then it's going to be it's almost like a fear-driven um independence if you will for me i'm talking for my own for my own self yeah so do you think um the level of independence you grew up having is cultural 
based on how we grew up, where we grew up? That's an excellent question. Is it class? Is it um, socioeconomic um, status that determines your independence? I don't think so. Mm, That's a great question. But this is what I'll say about it from my perspective anyway. I think... um, it, it might be cultural in some ways and maybe not in others, just even like based on what Gadani was talking about. So from a cultural or socio-cultural perspective, I think girls being able to like clean and cook and that kind of thing is something that you could consider independence that is being groomed in you from when you're really young across Africa, you know? I don't know that... I mean, we're being groomed to be wives and mothers. So in that sense... Yeah, and and possibly Asia as well. Um, And then additionally, I think for people who don't have um, the... I would call it a privilege of having extra help, you know, the nannies, the house helps, the whatever. I mean... You, you, all you have is you. So in that sense, I guess you could talk about it as, I don't know that I would put it as a social class thing necessarily, because I think there are people who are well-to-do and still don't have help, but that kind of not having that additional house uh, assistance could be a factor um, as well. But in the sense that Gadoni had brought it up before, especially for us who um grew up with a single dad um there are some elements of our independence that can seem threatening to a man who has been raised to have a dependent uh partner um or a partner who uh leans into i don't know if it's discussion i don't even know that's spicy i want to follow up i want to follow up with that conversation about relationships and how um it translates but first before we get there that's juicy i want to save the squeeze (laughs) but i Um, think honestly i think social economic does kind of so i'll give an example of like here in nairobi you'll find sometimes like you know kids who are like tiny thoughts at six o'clock holding each other's hands because they have to figure out how to walk to school together. You know, things like that because like their parents mm. have to get to work. They don't have time to take them. So there's a certain level of independence that they are forced to have that I don't necessarily think I had to have that young. So it's like a baby who's genuinely in nursery. And the people who yeah. are having to take care of this kid in nursery is like their neighbor's child who's probably in the first grade. And I'm like, that's not someone who's old enough to have, but that child has to make sure this other child gets home or crosses the road, right? Or, you know, that kind of thing. So I feel like sometimes, in as much as people of privilege might not have help at home, it's not having help at home, but I'm dropped to school, you know? Like, I feel like it's different, the level of independence. I feel like they have to get it faster. There's a level of how do I take care of this child, the security, how do I cross the road? There's no one to take care of us. There's no one to figure this thing out. So I have to figure it out. And That's if I don't, I feel like it's also cultural. It's my responsibility. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's why I also feel like it's cultural a little bit because when I think about how growing up like in Kenya versus being in America right now and certain things, like especially teaching at the high school, certain things that I had to think about that they are just so woof, which kind of like brings up a question of independence versus um, responsibility. How do you think those two um, align? Like, does your level of independence determine your level of responsibility as well? 
Nyam, do you think that kind of translated for you? Did, did the two go hand in hand? I would say maybe the level of responsibility that is expected of you or that you are given might make you a bit more independent as you go along in life. Because it just means that you 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 learn to depend on yourself for those things or uh, figure out a way to find someone to help you in a way that you might not be able to um, do for yourself. You know what I mean? So, and I think that's responsibility. I'd be curious, actually, if you don't mind, I'll check what the difference in definition is between the two because I feel like they are correlated, but... Um, yeah, but I maybe like they're correlated. I look for it. But I don't know that I don't know that one determines the other. I feel like there are people who are independent and irresponsible because I can live, mm. for example, by myself yeah. and live my best life, and then not be able to pay my bills. You know what I mean? Like there's a irresponsibility in how it is I treat the things that I'm around or my things, but there's also a level of in of responsibility in codependence you know like where say if i live with my husband just giving as an example i'm not attacking stay-at-home moms or anything like that it's a good life i promise you you know it was my dream if you've listened to other episodes but if you have like a stay-at-home situation (laughs) and actually stay-at-home wife i don't be a stay-at-home mom um but if you have a situation (laughs) where (laughs) um i have to depend on my husband for certain things and stuff like that um even in my codependence, there's a responsibility I have. There might be I need to clean the house. There might be I need to like budget for us. I, there's, so I don't think that necessarily, and those are very surface level examples, but I don't think the two are necessarily, like they don't have to go together. I feel like you can have one without the other. Love and marriage. Okay, sorry, I digressed. Anyway, Shiko, what do you think? I think they go hand in hand, but you brought up an interesting point because like, I feel like I also know so many independent people who might not be the most responsible. Um, Mm. They do a lot of things by themselves and get themselves into like a lot of situations where you're just kind of like, what the heck? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, how did this happen? How Mm -hmm. did this happen? Like, how did you even let yourself get into this position? I feel like how you're raised younger also the level of independence you have when you're younger determines the level of responsibility you have when you're older too, because there's certain characteristics right. that you'll build based on the responsibilities that you were given, you know? So for instance, if I was a child and my independence, if you will, was I'm allowed to carry my house key, if mm-hmm. we can call that independence, right. it's teaching yeah. me responsibility on now when I get up, I check if I have my house keys. You know what I mean? Mm. Sure. If I didn't grow up having to have that responsibility, then you'd leave it your phone affect... in the club. Thank you. When I went by myself, what the fuck? These mm. girls that do that shit, you know what I mean? No, mm. no, no shade. <laughs> no shade. Live your no. life, but get better um, friends and stop that nonsense. Some shade. So I had a, uh, <laughs> I saw something. Wow. I saw something online that, I mean, it still uses one of the words for definition, but it was saying that they are responsibility and and independence are two related qualities that should help you succeed in adult life. 
Responsibility can be defined as the ability to control and manage one's own life. And independence can be defined as the ability to take responsibility for one's life without unnecessary reliance on the help of others. So I think the difference in terms of independence is the reliance. But I think what you're, what you guys were just saying is still also true, that there are some people who rely on other people and also are not responsible because they are not managing or controlling their, their own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. So they do kind of go hand in hand. So I kind of want to touch on this toxic independence thing. Um, We read an article that described different traits of um, toxic independence. And um, an overly independent person may seem a little distant, a little cold, a little bit hard on the surface, if you will. But this typically relates to like some past trauma connection Um, that they had in the past, whether it's being given too many responsibilities when they were younger or um, just growing up in like an an unstable environment or an an abusive home um, can trigger certain things in your brain that make you super independent and closed off to people. So Nyam, you kind of started talking about this a little bit earlier. I want to talk about more intimate relationships. Um, are there specific life experiences that you had or certain independences that you had when you were younger that made you overly independent when it came to um, your intimate relationships? Okay. Oh, so you mean in terms of growing up and how it affected my relationships, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know that there's a direct correlation, um, but I will say, I think, I don't know how much I've shared of this before, but um, at some point when I was in uni, I think maybe in my first or second year, um, there was a bit of a falling out with um, the old man. And um, as a result, I was out of school. Oof. And uh, Flashbacks. I think that that situation um i think heavily accelerated my desire to be independent um because and of course there are many other factors and we can go back and forth i don't think the details are necessary to share at the moment um but that situation really just told me that you're on your own girl you know um so figure your life out um and shortly after that thankfully through a family friend i got an internship a paid internship and that's when i started working like seriously you know before i had had some like internships and jobs but i wasn't ever looking at them as sustenance you know it's like pocket money and just like something to pad my cv but now it was like okay so now we're in the real adult life right um so because of that, I think it it really accelerated my desire. And I think that's maybe also how I moved out pretty early because I was now like, actually, I can take care of myself. Um, it was also to make a decision to be closer to my workplace or in a place that I would, um, you know, move back and forth easier. But again, that's just a result of that one decision. So it really accelerated 
my view on securing my bag, um, being responsible with my money, you know, um, even, and I never, I didn't even used to earn a lot of money, you guys, you guys know, like, so, Give us numbers. I mean, <laughs> what was that first paycheck? And you'd still buy for me pies. You're so cute. She would still Literally, pay for my bars. Yeah, she really just even when we went to Java, she's done was buying everything. Ten or twelve thousand. But you see, now I also learned that I can take a matatu to town and then I would walk from town to my office. Yeah. Rather than spend money on that next trip. You know, so yeah. it's like and where did learning you work? things. You, like you, that. you weren't working in town. You worked in Westland. I was working in Westland. <laughs> She's just she, you're making it sound like oh yeah, I just alighted over there at the stage and then I walked into town. Now no, you did not. I used to, <laughs> to get off at GPO and walk queen. to town. I mean, walk to uh, Westland. Westlands. Yeah. But um, either way, I feel like those all those things like that determination arose in me from that uh, situation. Uh, now I feel like I, I I struggled a little bit when I moved to Kampala. Um, in still having that, it was still important for me to have my own work when I was there, um, and I still feel like I was independent. But I I think working for the Wasban's family business. For me, in hindsight, I think was, yes, I still had a paycheck and we had strict boundaries around that. Um, but in my mind, I was like, maybe there could have been a, a slacking on the on the independence gauge. But I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing. I think also if you're in that kind of partnership, it's okay to let down your guard in that way. Because I did feel like I had built up significant walls um so i don't regret it um but i feel like i went from hyper independence to okay maybe like cater to you type vibes but even after that i've i think i've struggled well beyonce be, uh... <laughs> <laughs> she's not beyonce i think we've already determined that's me hello i'm kelly girl um <laughs> But I think I think for me, I I still struggle with being like a kept woman, you know. Like I I remember even when I was I was dating this guy and he sent me money and I was like, why have you sent me money? I was like, I didn't ask you. And he was like, yeah, but you just said that you need to do some stuff. And I was like, yeah, I I can send you I some guess. cash. And he sent like twenty G's. I was like, yeah. okay. I can I can do it for myself, you know. Wow. <laughs> Which is also so problematic. But I'm like, I, I guess that's that trauma and how it shows up. And I guess now in healing I can be like, hey, girl. But that's that to- man's toxic independence. Yeah, that's I guess that's where the toxicity comes. But now you can be like yeah, send I, the twenty K. Definitely. And now I'm like, please send me twenty K. Anybody. <laughs> You don't even have to be my mans. You don't even have to be my mans. I'll accept it. Don't gotta be my yeah. mans. I know. She went you. Um, I think what was my question? I even forgot. If your experiences if affect your independence, independence in relationships. 
hundred percent. Um, I think for me and Christian, um, it's very interesting and it's been a journey because of how we grew up me being in that single parent household where I had a lot of my own responsibilities even though we had help um and him having a stay-at-home mom who was there to fulfill every need he didn't even know he needed or had (laughs) you know what I mean like you wake up, oh, breakfast wow. is ready. Your lunch is packed. Yeah. Okay, go. Um, you come back, dinner is ready. You know what I mean? Like everything you needed. These are the uniforms you need for your game today or whatever it is. Me, I'm the one who oh, had wow. to sort them. You know what I mean? Like I am the one yeah, who had to be yeah. in charge of my own schedule and everything. I'm the one who told my mom when the games were because if I didn't say it, she wouldn't come. You know what I mean? Because she doesn't know that schedule. <laughs> so, but yeah. he was the one being told. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that dynamic already is something interesting to navigate because I also feel like I was, I struggled being kept, like Inyam said where I personally was, I'm like, what do you want? Is there an ulterior motive to the niceness? You know what I mean? And maybe I also just never grew up seeing it. And with him growing up with like his mom who did everything for her kids, but then had a husband also who handled everything else that needed to be handled. You know what I mean? They were a real partnership and everything. I just struggle with finding or allowing someone else to take care of me because, first of all, I just don't feel like if I let someone else do it, it's going to be done right, which is a personal Mm -hmm. issue. That's something I already Mm -hmm. struggle with. Um, And we can go into how that independence translates into the workplace as well because it's not only in personal relationships but or even friendships you know that's a whole other aspect um but yeah if I already struggle with that on a personal level now in a relationship when you're supposed to allow yourself to be vulnerable and allow yourself to let go and have someone take care of that burden I think there was this gaslighting going on within me to him being like I want to be kept I want this why don't you do this but then when it happens I'm like well I don't necessarily that's weird you know what I mean like what did I do to deserve (laughs) (laughs) what did I do to deserve yeah wow so I feel like I also had one of those situations like Nyam growing up where something happened and I was like oh you mean and for me it was more not necessarily like financial like that like you that hustle was brought based on of a financial need you were like okay shit I'm going to be by myself you know mine was more of from uh an abandoned abandonment um angle like I feel like I was alone a lot and I just know that people are meant to be alone in my mind 
and people yeah. come and go. So people nothing is permanent. Oh. And allowing a situation I put myself in for better or for worse for it or poorer and navigating that when in your mind you're like everything ends is mm, the independent struggle. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like you guys. I, I can't think of a moment in my time that made me independent. Like I don't have like a signature. This is the thing. I feel like I became that way from watching other people's experiences. Right. So um for me, actually JK, a moment just came into my mind. The moment when we um walked into the house after the split and like things were missing in the house. I remember just being like, this can never, ever be me. Ever, like, on God. <laughs> can <laughs> never <laughs> be me. But then I feel like then, I didn't, I don't know that I learned anything from it, but it's how mom used to drill, save all the time into my head. I feel like Nya moving out young looked very yummy. So I liked watching her be independent. And so immediately I could, I was out, you know what I mean? So, and, but I made sure every step of the way I could handle my expenses. My, my thing was the second I move out, I'm never making that phone call to be like, I don't have milk. I'd rather sit in my house starving. Do you know, like starving, like you'll find me on your card on the bed, like dried out. <laughs> I'll not have told you guys I don't have water. You know what I mean? Because I was just like, for me, going back felt like failure. So my independence almost is driven by my fear of failure. Where I'm just like, I can never. Same, girl. I think that's all of us. Yeah, I'm just like, so that you say I moved back. (laughs) No, can never be me. Please, I'll live in my car before I move into a parent's house. You know, it's just like, no. I'm going to stay in my friend's parking lot. It's crazy. <laughs> but then... <laughs> but then also, I will park my car and sleep in the car. And then come to your house and shower. And I leave Oscar downstairs. Sorry, Oscar is playing with a container. Um, I apologize for all the noise in the background. But the other thing is, I feel like even when I was now in a relationship, so my last relationship, I lived with him. And he took care of a lot of the things in the house. It took adjusting first. Because as that baby was like, no, I'm paying for electricity. And blah, 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 blah. and he's like, why? I was like, actually, you're right. Because I can do most of my money. Why? <laughs> but when I did, <laughs> when I did, I think I, he created the safety for me to become the dependent, independent woman. Because even when I wanted to quit my job, I remember when I needed to quit my job and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And the reason I wasn't quitting is because how will I have, like, I won't have my own money. And he was just like, so, but babes, what does your money do for us currently? Like, what's, what is it that you, <laughs> how are you helping us? And I was like, no, but I need money. I can't be coming to you for money. And he was like, fine, let's, this is what we'll do. And he gave me the same amount of money I was earning so that I could continue with my lifestyle as it was and still do, Period. oh, you want to pay for electricity? Cool. I'll send you the money to pay for the electricity, even though we both know it's me but it'll come from your account because it'll make you feel better. You know what I mean? 
And yeah. when I was doing that calculation, I was like, but I have savings every month. And he was like, bet, let's put the savings in there as well. So in my codependence, I felt independent because I still had everything. Like it was still set up. It didn't feel like I'm asking him, please give me. It was like a bank thing. So the second the month would hit, he's paid, I'm paid. I knew what I needed to pay for. I need. I knew what I needed to buy. My savings did not go down. You know what I mean? And I think in that sense, it made it more, yeah, it made it more, it didn't feel like I was dependent. I still felt like, because also even in that time, he wasn't like, what are you doing with that money? He was like, YOLO, it's your money, do what you want with it. And I think if you have a partner who's that way, it makes it easier to be codependent because you are independent in the codependency so it doesn't feel like i'm begging because i feel like where yeah, it's just i, I think it's it sounds like when i feel like i wouldn't I'm call it codependent by the way i wouldn't call it codependent i think that's interdependence where you rely on one another i think codependence has like a a heavier reliance and maybe it is still it was because he's the one who was doing all the money he was like basically he was paying all the okay. bills all he was doing is sending okay. me money. But that's not codependence, like I don't think. Yeah, that's. I don't think that's codependence, Gazani. Whatever dependence it is, I feel like that's the version <laughs> that I prefer. <laughs> because it doesn't make you feel... I feel like as an independent babe, the feeling of I need to come to you, you know, humble yourself before your man. I can't do that, you know. That's my problem. <laughs> That's like and that's another thing that like we're I talking about too. They were talking about like how it works in like relationships. So I guess I would start by asking: Do you guys believe in like the traditional gender roles and in your relationships? Have you seen that independence to like affect how things are structured in your household? Myself, I don't believe in traditional anything. I say okay. what works for your house works for your house. Because in this house, <laughs> that everything was being paid for by this man, I also didn't cook because he liked cooking. You know what I mean? So if someone came in, they'd be like, Una hapa. What, are you, what is your job here? I'd say beautifully. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, because... <laughs> but then, like, I, I bring it up, honestly. Gathering, no, like, but, but for I anyone else, it would be an issue. Exactly. Um, some but people I'm like, see, like, worked. they've been things that have happened even in our house where, like, how come Christian is taking his plate for himself or like just little things like are you that, going to help yeah. him do this or whatever and I'm like hello like is he not able and willing <laughs> and well-minded of sound mind if in your house it works for you for him to take your plate his plate the neighbor's plate and then take their dogs for a walk you know I'm like don't come into my house and tell me how we run things because sometimes yeah. for example I might be the better person at keeping money okay so my husband sends me the money so that I budget it. I mean, does that make him less of a man? No, because in our household, we know what we're building towards. To so you. This works for to us. You. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't matter what's happening in your house. How, your, how, do we structure, how do we structure like women? I feel like there's been a lot of women empowerment and we're seeing the rise of women leaders. I mean, we've always had them, but we're seeing more and more every day, which is awesome. Um, how does that independence affect the home? You know, the traditional Afri- African, in quotation, structure of gender roles. Like, Nyam, do you think that has affected anything? Or is it just dependent on the kind of person you marry? Like, or are you in a yeah, relationship I th- I still, with? 
I still think it, it um, there's two parts to it. So I think it's, it's maybe the, the generation that's coming up now, it might not affect them as much. But when I think about like the men, maybe in my generation who grew up with a mom in a very stereotypical gender role, I think that forms their expectations. And I think the, the, this, what we're discussing is really, it boils down to expectations, yeah? So if you expect your wife to do certain things, um, then you'll be disappointed if she's not doing them. But I still feel like the, the bigger thing should be that by the time you're entering a partnership or a committed relationship or, you know, a marriage with someone, that it's something that you have discussed that, hey, you know, um, this is what used to happen in my home. Um, you know, and this is the new culture that I have and what would our new culture be in this point of view, you know? Um, so for me, for example, because I love to cook, um, I'm still very happy to play that traditional role where that is concerned. But I also feel like I have, uh, like, my entrepreneurial spirit, my mind still needs to be exercised. So I don't know that I would want to only cook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so more and more, I, I've seen, you know, even when you're talking about these guys who are asking us on dates, who are like eight years younger than us, they are used to a mom who went to work every day and came and either relied on a house help or um, they had a dad who also helped in the kitchen. And, you know, they, they've seen that kind of balance. So I think it's going to change generationally. But this Agafoti and above, it's an expectation <laughs> discussion. Not, not likely, but I'm like, know, know who your person is. Because also I'm like, if you're not married and you're past 40, there's also a system you've developed for yourself. How have you been eating all these years? Yeah, without a wife? There was a safari. They've been waiting for the wife to cook, but also honestly, because you'll be surprised. These men, let me tell you, their mothers are dropping them off food, or they have people also and pick their laundry away. Yeah, yeah. And also, I feel like sometimes you need to consider how the person was raised. Like, yeah, I'm just touched on because, like, for me, my father cooked and washed clothes. So for you to come to my house as my husband and tell me you won't, I'm like, sir, as as homest. In whose homestead? Because I grew up with a man who did it. So how are you? Are you more of a man? Like, what is it? Like, I don't get it. So I think that also determines your roles. Because if you're like Nyam and you like cooking, bless your heart. If you're like me and you'd prefer to do the dishes, I pray the Lord gives you a man who likes cooking. You know what I mean? And may you be blessed because it works. So when we're talking about, um, let's bring it back to um, the workplace. So toxic independence can, um, what, what do they say? Stare its eye, show its eye. What's they say? Show up. Just say show up, please. I know, but I want to know what they're saying is. It is what you said. One of the two. <laughs> A or B. Show its eye. You can't stare. Yeah, she said stare, not stare. So I'm like, it's turning the eye. It's the eye having a stare yes. review. You anyway. don't take me seriously. That's the problem. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, um, one of the things that happens when you um have this trait in the workplace, delegating comes difficultly to you. 
Yes, I said it. Delegating <laughs> comes difficultly to you. Thank you. Who gave me a podcast? <laughs> um, mm. Do you guys think this translates, like how you were brought up, your independence level and everything? How do you think it relates to you in the workplace? I can go first because I already mentioned it like in a, in a relationship. Um, mm. For me, that delegation comes with anxiety because I feel like it can't be done to the level. And I feel like we did a test earlier, like in season one or two, um, that also said this about me um sharing responsibilities i forget what episode it was that we were talking about something that has something similar to do with that um but yeah i would prefer to do things by myself um i like team activities but i like being team leader if i'm doing team activities and i 100% mm. feel like that based on how i grew up um i was solo dolo for a lot a lot of time um and therefore I was always the one gathering the children I had to be the one to put myself out there so that's just the nature of how I do my job now I'm like come on guys let's get it going I feel like the older I get as my personality becomes more subdued I feel like that's what's happening I'm becoming more chill and calm the older that I get I um quieting myself more and not speaking up as much and some I feel like in my last job that was actually a problem because um I was too quiet to the point where people thought that I don't speak up for myself and oh. it became a problem so, so it was like an overcorrecting it was an overcorrection that happened for me um, where I went from like always being not the loudest in the room because I don't think I'm ever that, but like one of the louder ones to like just not talking at all. And in having conversations with like my superiors, like my bosses and everything when I was leaving, it was very evident to me that they had no idea who I was. They had no idea what I was capable of. And it was all my fault almost mm. because that's how I showed up I showed up to them as a quiet timid not as independent person um I was kind of in a shadow of the other person that I was working with because they also were the department chair and the head of the department just because they were the department chair um they were louder or had more to say and I think everyone just thought I kind of did what they tell me to do but y'all know the truth and that's hey wow yeah mm. how about you guys I think for me as well um especially early on uh, and I think part of it is also personality and just like heightened perfectionism that, um, I mean, in the beginning, it was not that I don't want to delegate. It was just that no one can do it better than me, you know? Yeah. Um, and then even after I started to get to delegate, I would still like really comb over uh, things. And I'll be honest, it's not something that I've, I've 
it 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 wasn't like a, a realization long ago. It's pretty recent. Like maybe in my last job is when I started to be like actually, um, and I want to thank God that I got a good um teammate someone we hired someone to work with me in my department even though i had been running the department by myself also when you're in a small business where you are everything to the whole business but we got someone to help with my role and because she was so switched on i finally learned through her what proper delegation and being a leader is yeah um and of course, with time now, even as I've been doing leadership uh, coaching and things like that, it's the understanding that at the first level of leadership, you're only responsible for you and your personal contribution to your role. But in order for you to be a leader, not just a manager, as in who checks that things have been done, um, it's about getting your results with and through people. Yeah. So to trust this person enough to say, run with this you know, um, and you'd be surprised, like me trusting and letting go of this project that I had really held on to, she exceeded even what I had, I could have ever done by myself. Um, and I think that was the major shift for me. So I think having a good team member for me was the change in that hyper independence in the workplace. Um, but I think it's still work in progress. Uh, even now when I work with teams, I have to be more clear about understanding before just jumping the gun, you know, cause I have a, I have a framework or I have a thing that I want or how I want things to go. Um, but I've just learned that in, in working with people, um, trust is, is important or even if it's extending the trust and letting it catch up, you know, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know if they're going to do it, but let me just say, go off. Um, you'll find actually people rise to the opportunity in those situations, but I need to grow to for that. me, it was having a good, it, it was having a good team member that changed my, pers- my, my independence, that hyper independence at the workplace. Yeah. Adash? I feel like I'm the same only because I feel like my bosses determine the version of me that shows up at work. So I remember the first job I had, I was very independent in everything. And then I got fired for being that version for the outgoing. It was like, you're doing the most. So my next job, I took the step back and then I got like walked all over because I was being the quiet person. And then I got a boss who would take advantage of that, who was like, oh, because you're quiet, I can do whatever. And I had to become a boss, babe. But because, you know, when you're dealing with egos, you have to mute it. So I I remember like there's a time one of the bosses I used to work with wrote to me an email and was like, you're getting a warning for this, 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 this. And because I was so used to how they were working, what I did is like, you know, those people for please attached email one, email two, email three, email four. And so I feel like it becomes a thing where I stop being, it's, my independence is determined by how I, pro, it's a self-protection thing. So whoever my boss is, is different, like different bosses I show up differently for. If it's a boss who allows me to use my mind and be loud and it's okay, then I show up as that, as that person. If it's someone who 
you can tell from how they behave they expect me to be muted i will be muted it will irritate the hell out of me and i normally have bursts where one day i'll just be like why have I and then i'll go back into my calcul and like just sit in my shell and be like okay i'm back to being like whatever yeah and it's sad for me because sometimes i feel like i can't reach my potential because i'm i'm allowing other people to determine what version of me shows up mm. because i'm so worried about how you feel and how you and sometimes i just want to be like fuck you and your feelings this is how i'm showing up and this is why i'm why am i the one who has to adjust to you every fucking time like you adjust and i feel like certain times that version of me i'm getting better at extending my boundary of independence or finding my voice in that space i don't know that i'm doing well with delegation because i feel like if the person i delegated to fail fails i take it as a personal failure even though it's not on me because they should have known their shit but i take it as a personal failure and i don't do well with failure and recovery from it so i don't like the time it takes for me recovering from someone else's failure and i'm i need to work on that for sure but i think i'm getting better with boundaries being like okay i'm not doing this thing or because before i'd be the person who will take can you do this yes and yes and then i have burnout and i'm crying for you guys being like i don't know how and but i'm showing up as a boss babe now i'm like actually my plate is full um so tell me which one you want me to do and that's okay that but you know it's so hard to understand that's okay that's so scary that took me a while to be like mm. it's okay to say no like you're not less but that I, that i also think plays a part in um gender roles because i feel like how independence is taken yes roni how can i help you baby sorry my girl needs attention um i feel like how men are perceived versus women is very different when it comes to independence Facts. because when a woman like in a workplace says that oh i can't handle this it's almost like women have been oppressed so much in the workplace you don't want to be that babe who makes men you have to overpower like she can't handle the responsibilities yeah. you yeah, know yeah. what i mean yeah most... we've always felt like we have to overcompensate Correct. yeah yeah and it sucks man Sorry, there's something I wanted to ask just briefly in terms yeah. of the workplace still. Um, do you struggle with asking for help, you know, like managing up? I think we've talked about like subordinates and delegation, but um, in terms of independence, would you struggle asking your boss for help? Because I think that's also... Uh, a factor in in independence and i think that used to be that used to be my problem i didn't want help from anyone delegation is an issue and also asking help from um bosses is also an issue um in my previous job i also felt like my superior was incompetent so it makes it very difficult when you work in a situation where you feel like you could be doing your boss's job because you don't necessarily have respect for them and when you have no respect for someone it's very hard for you to treat them as such mm. so okay it's become easier for me to ask for help though the thing that bugs me about it or what what i've learned from it is you have to be consistent in the asking for help because 
the problem I have is I'll ask for help and still manage to do the thing I was asking for help for. And so it seems like I didn't need the help to begin with, even though I struggled to do the thing. Because I'm just like, I'd rather it's done and I struggled then um, it didn't get done. And now it looks like I was unable to do the task. And so what ends up happening is a lot of times when I'd ask for help, because the task has still been done, it's not taken seriously necessarily. It's like, yeah, you're still okay. I've had very many people who are bosses be like, I'd be like, I'm tired. I'm about to burn out. And they're like, no, not yet. You're still fine. And I'm just like, um, telling you I'm dying. Just because I'm smiling at mm. you doesn't mean yeah. that I'm not dying. And I feel like what I've started doing now is just being like, actually, I'm not going to do that job. Whereas before I'd like stay up to do a job. Now I'm like, I wasn't able to do it because I told you I can't. So prioritize for me what works. And then, or tell me who I can delegate this task to. Or you do this task. Because I'm not going to be able to. And I think doing it up has become easier. Because I'm just like, I've really been killing myself for nothing. For absolutely nothing. Mm. Okay. I think that was a good discussion. Um, as usual, we want to hear what you guys have to say about this topic. Gadoni, where can they find us? You can find us on all social media platforms at OKKiasi. That's O-K-A-Y-K-I-A-S-I. Gang, gang. You can also write us an email because sometimes you people are like, I'm not on social media. Don't worry about it. We got you. It's okaykiasi at gmail.com. Write to us. We want to hear from you. Write a long email. Make it three pages. I'll read it. Thanks. <laughs> By yourself. I will. Yeah, I'll give you guys the summary. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. And then I'll tell them the summary. <laughs> then we will respond together. I, I'll type with their summarized version of responses. Don't worry about it. We got you. Thank you very much. Season four, baby. We are in this. Um, as usual, I'm Chico. I'm Yam. And I'm Gadoni. This has been OK Kiasi. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 I don't wanna, I don't wanna